to the Divorce Devil Podcast. I'm David. And I'm Rachel. Follow us as we dive into all the positive and negatives of post-divorce recovery. Stay tuned for some real and sometimes raw end-of-the-road divorce topics. Please put on your big pants because we're full of honesty, authenticity, and irrefutable truths. This progressive podcast ain't for the faint hearted. Enjoy. That wasn't even a button. All right. Sometimes I have to coordinate that. That makes it easy. Welcome everybody out there to Divorce Devil episode 98 to away from 100. Yes. Oh, you Hello. want me to answer? Come on. To away from 100. Uh, we have David and Rachel on the mic. Uh, today we're talking about the fourth phase of, oh shit. Do you up. not know we're doing? Well, anyway, um, the 100th episode has been moved one day. To eleven eleven, same event, same time, same same venue, same time. Um, but our friend Lisa has also had a awesome opportunity come up. Um, she's going to be at the Comedy Works um, in Denver on that day. On that day, Thursday. So um, look at the Denver um, Comedy Works website. Buy yourself a ticket. Come out two nights, but make sure you come out to the one hundredth episode celebration. At Seven Gates Tap Room in the Springs on the 11th. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, what are you doing? I'm trying to find what we're doing today. Today is um, part four of four. Um, the rest of your life. <laughs> now here's your <laughs> Let life. Let me find it. It's a wonderful life. I am not going to stop without finding it. You find it. D O nine. 098. Here we go. David is wearing this RNG camouflage thing. Uh, processing. Sh- hey, I, I got a brand new title. Okay. Because before it was coming to grips with it all and it's starting to heal. Yeah. Now it's called process, Processing Your Fucks and Starting to Heal. Woo! Yes. Part four and the final part of the series, peeling back the onion, onion-like layers of divorce, recovery, divorce, double podcast, I just 98. feel like that word. What? Fuck. Fuck? In general. Oh. Makes me happy. Well, I have a surprise for you after this. Oh. Yeah. Woo-woo. All right. That so, does not sound good. So anyway, <laughs> so we're peeling back the layers. This is the fourth episode of four. Uh-huh. We're peeling back the layers. So what do you, what do you tell our listeners what happens in part four? Part? Fart? Fart. <laughs> part four. I do work with elementary kids, so my brain is fried. But um, so part four is your new, like your new adventure. You know, we talked about last week, everything was the X. And I think this is where you, your life is now not revolve around, revolving around the things that your ex has done or you, or you have maybe done or, you know, the, I don't think you're triggered as much. I don't think you, I think you're dealing with your traumas daily and you're healing daily. And I, I, I want to say this is the part, maybe also last phase two, where the hoe face comes in, where the who am I, what my self care is, figuring out, you know, the, the newest version of you and how to get to a version where, you know, the divorce isn't affecting every single aspect of your life. 
don't mind me. I'm just trying to get rid of that sound. It's driving me nuts. But anyway, but go ahead. I mean, it's I'm if I am not distracted by the fly noise on the mics, you but should I not am. be. I am. Um, what do you think? I think that uh, once you figure out what the fucks are, and then you learn not to give a fuck, and then you take those fucks to heal, I think you're well on your way to uh, your new reality, your new life. Well, because you don't have those speed bumps. So yeah. so consider the, the the fucks in life as speed bumps. Yeah. And some fucks are big, some fucks are, are small. So you take all those fucks and, and you jump over them or, or you move them to the side and you go through with your life. And I think you need to go through that too because, you know, in the beginning, the fucks that you give or not give in the beginning, I believe either change into, you know, giving you some power back I think a lot of my, you know, I can't stop touching buttons. There we go. Oh All my right. God. This, he's a five-year-old. Just because it's a glowy light doesn't mean you have to touch it. I'm trying my best to get rid of the sound, but go ahead. <laughs> it actually isn't bothering me because oh. it's so fun watching you it's touch it. the shit out of me. I'm, I'm giving a fuck about this sound. <laughs> Are we pausing? No. Okay, so I'll just keep talking. So I think the fucks, like I said, the fucks that you gave in the beginning of your divorce, the middle of divorce, and now, you know, trying to figure out what actually matters. Like, what's what's your purpose? What's your value? Who your friends are? What your job is? Am I happy with my job? You know, and I think a lot of people go through that transition of this time around, I'm going to do for me. And that's where the no fucks given. Like, if it's a toxic relationship that you have to cut off because you can't focus on that anymore because it's negative look at that you've healed mm. and you know you you learn to grow and heal and i love that word heal i guess apparently today and you know i think your existence on the planet i mean i i can only speak for myself be, you become more aware of your existence because of the shit you went through and the you know all the things that you came out of through the divorce you're like Dude, if I can survive it, anybody can. <laughs> you know, so. I am going to fucking kill you. It was so good. It was so good. I don't even know where I was. Yeah, David God, and I hit God, guys, you missed it all. But anyway, she was dating this guy, and he no, wasn't. So, I mean, he wasn't part. He was. He was so much unlike your ex. But when did you start to not do that? Oh my uh, God! Don't, don't worry. Okay, so we're gonna try to go back. So I think I asked you. I don't know. This may or may not be said already. Was there a moment when you thought, okay, my ex no longer is integral in everything that I'm saying? My ex doesn't consume my entire day. And you said serial dating. Yep. And then when you said, you know, you didn't have to give a fuck. And I yep. said, mine was also that same time when I. Didn't give a shit that I was going on a date, but I gave a shit that I was going on a date, if that makes sense. So, like, yes, I have a date, blah, blah, blah. But when I got there, I was like, I don't fucking care care about you. I was emotionless. I was just, oh, I'm going to. Like I said, you need to to call those guys and thank them. Nah. For for being the doormat. Nah. Yeah, nah. Thanks thanks anyway, buddy. Whoever whoever you're out there, thank you anyway. I mean, I think the thing they did the most was boost my ego. Because yep. especially when you're scrolling, I don't forget, was it left or right for mm-hmm. good? Um, and they're replying back like, hey, like, hi, like, woohoo. Like, because I didn't think I was desirable. I didn't think I was pretty. I didn't think all the things. I'm we, so pretty. Right. And so I didn't think all the things, I guess you would think, okay, I'm divorced now. Like, woohoo, look at me. 
Um, I had baggage. I had kids. I, you know, I had no money. I mean. The good days. Yeah. So <laughs> when I got to a date, I was just like, okay, well, how much longer is this? Oh, I have another date in like three hours. So like, okay, cool. Great. And you or, call me the serial dater. Uh, I tell you, I did it, but it's, it's called whole phase for girls. I think. I, and I don't know if we're. If, Not for guys. That's just normal phase. That's just breathing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then it. Hey, hey, peeing in the bushes. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> they have stuff now we can adapt to pee in the bushes if we want. Like a little funnel. Yeah, but you got to clean the funnel. Oh, no. That's disposable. Okay. I'm cleaning now more shit. I do that so, all day. So you're adding to the trash of America? Anyway. Oh, well. I digress. Come at me, Sierra Club. Yes. I got something to say. I digress. Um, so I, you had, then you had asked, before you hit the record button, um what was the changing point? I said the guy before I met Lance was basically me, male version, going, I don't care. Oh. Like, I was like, wait, everybody else cared. Why don't you care? And why don't you want a second date? And yeah. why do you want to do that? And it was like. So it, it was different. Playing hard to get. It was almost like a challenge at that point. Yeah. Like he would tell me like, oh, I got another date later. I'm like, what? No, you don't. I'm, you're dating me. I'm it, me. baby. I'm you're going to date me tonight because yeah. yeah. we're going to go do this. And, you know, I'd plan this thing. And then he's like, all right, well, I might see someone. I'm like, what the hell? I don't like he this. He sucks you in, didn't he? He totally did. And <sighs> then I should have gone with my gut going, hey, he's an asshole, but you're pretending to be an asshole. So that's a red flag. But it was different. It, it was a different kind of asshole than what you were used to. Yeah. And so, and I said he basically was the opposite of my ex mannerisms look he didn't have all the hang-ups um he was like that adventure like okay mm -hmm. we're this weekend we're going here and then, and then they don't have your son this weekend because i did not introduce him to my kids mm -hmm. at all and maybe my gut was like don't you know so and then when i found out he was lying to me i got that okay i've done enough dating i fucking hate everybody all men suck everybody yeah and i was like you know what if it happens it happens and it better be a fucking miracle if it happens because i cannot play these games anymore it's a miracle and then lance then lance showed up so yes. where where was after serial dating where was your connect again with their world the real world of dating maybe after the first the first date um it was a little crazy but then i started to date normal <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck crazy, that means. Crazy dating to normal, normal dating. dating. Normal dating. Yeah. Where where there was a chance. But it, it was hard not to think that this is the next Mrs. Webb. I had to get out of my head with, with that. You Were you know, trying you, to replace each one to make her your next one? Well, deep down inside, probably. But I had to make a conscious effort to say, hey, I'm dating just for friendship. I'm not dating to get married. Yeah. yeah. Do you, and do you think that you're, I mean, you're only a little bit older than me, but your generation generally is you need a wife to be successful. You need this to be successful. Pick a I, fence I'm old, to be. I need somebody to tie my shoes. And I think men in general are like that too, where they need a companion or a spouse or somebody mm -hmm. that's, you know, there because they don't want to be lonely and, you know, held to their own vices, I guess. Um, where women are more like, I don't need you. I want you. Um, but I'm willing to figure out what that means. But once we give our hearts, don't fuck with it. And I think a lot of men, men and women these days are willing to not take and your ain't no way feelings into consideration. 
Don't be fucking sad. ghosting shitty. Two out of three ain't bad. bad. Okay. <laughs> Two out of th- th- Okay, yes. again, fucking tone. If someone can teach David tone, I will pay you. Hey. Pay you. Tone Luke. <laughs> I get live with the honeys. <laughs> Wait. Funky Comadina. Bump, 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 bump. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. I know. What the Funky hell is that? Funky Cole Medina. Funky bum, Cole bum. Medina. And you talk about me, please. I admit I look can't at that sing. Man, hey, look at that man in the mirror. Yeah, I did. Yes. Fucker. Make that change. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. What the hell happens here? Oh. Long days. It's kind of like Vegas. What happens in Vegas goes everywhere. Oh. Yes. Yes. No, I ha- yeah, because it's called chlamydia. Yep. Oh, <laughs> what happens in Vegas, dork? Okay, so um, the next part, like, so what do you think? Okay, so now you're in a relationship. Did you find yourself still comparing this new relationship to the old thing, or yes, looking or, or for the, things, or to the old on? relationship? You know, it, it was tough. You know, you have to go into each new relationship or friendship. You can't compare it to the last one. Yeah. But it's hard to do. Yeah. Because you're with that person for what, 20 years, 19 and a half years. And so you have to really think outside the box and give this person a chance. But sometimes you don't, man. All right. It, it so, is so unfair. So unfair. For, so for listeners out there, let me know or let us know. Did you find yourself hearing a word or hearing a phrase or waiting to see how someone was don't going do to? Don't do that. To react. Don't touch that. What the hell are you doing? Those things. Those, oh, yeah. those are my triggers. Don't do that. Don't don't touch that. Oh, what are you, five? Yeah, five and a half. Oh, five and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like- Don't I- buy that motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just going to interrupt me the rest of the time? Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, and I think too, like- Bitch lips. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> we have entirely too Bitch much fun here. lips. Oh, my God. You stop it over there. Tell me what to do. I'm a grown-ass man. Well, and it's so funny because I think I've said that to Lance. So I go, you're not the boss of me. He goes, I'm not trying to be the boss of you. I'm like, I just need to say it because I feel better. Because yeah. <laughs> it was always in my there marriage. I feel like a lot of times like I kind of just went with the flow. And he made a lot of the plans. And I agreed to them, even if it was like, I don't really want to. But then I, I'm also like, once I get somewhere, I'm not going to make it a down, it, like a I'm going to make sure that I'm having fun no matter what. And sometimes that got me in trouble because I was too loud. Having too, too much this. fun. And so if it was how he was perceiving I was acting, a lot of times I would close off and be like, that's not who I am. I want to be who I am. And I think it took me going, I don't know who I am. I don't feel like the person I'm supposed to be. Something's off. Something's missing. There's There's something saying to me. There's more. There's a better way to deal. Like when I, like I, I've said this a million times on the podcast. I didn't know how families were supposed to react or treat each other because mm-hmm. I came from a mother who was bipolar and oh, an alcoholic and um, probably had more stuff than we can count today, like mental stuff because of things she's gone through. And then I married into it, and there was a lot of. I'm the I'm the boss. You're going to listen to me. And I don't think my ex was always like that. But if someone else, like his mom was speaking and she said something and I didn't agree with it and I was going against her, I was now the villain against the whole entire family, not just her. 
Because if Damn. you don't keep her happy, then it trickles on to everybody else. Then they, she starts meddling into everything else. And then it stems because I told her no. Or I tell her we're not doing that. Or that we're going to do something with my family. Or, you know, because my family live like three hours away. So we had to plan to do stuff like that. And Control. Exactly. So I... I felt like my whole entire life, I didn't have control of it. Oh, that's that's a trigger right there. Yep. And now, like, the relationship that I'm in is so beyond what I'm used to. It's sometimes hard for me to go, like, okay, I can't speak. It's almost like sabotaging. Yeah. Try, try not to sabotage it because you, because yeah. you have – uh, they call it unrealistic expectations. Yeah. That you can't accept the positive. And I feel like, you know, the beginning of my marriage, maybe even the first 10 years, I was just so happy to not have to deal with my family daily or my mom daily or my sister daily. And I was able to escape from that and, and interject myself when I was ready or I hmm. healed from the one before that, the visit before that or the time. And like, if I went and just visited my dad, Oh my God, I had the best time. Okay. But if my mom's like, well, you visited your dad last time and you didn't visit me and I want to do this. And why don't you take me here? And I can't drive into the city and why don't you take me here? And I'm like, you want to go to Scranton? It's 15 minutes just, from here. Just go. think if you knew how to give no fucks back then. Oh my God. I, God, can you, can, can you even imagine yeah. about the calm in your life and not giving a fuck? Just and like, I, and, uh, and, mom, I love you, but I don't care. Yeah. Yep. And I think, you know, when, when my youngest was born, she was supposed to come and be in the room with me and cause you know, with my other ones were, you know, they were premature. So it was like fast, you know, so she didn't get a chance to get there. And then like my oldest son was born and then there was like 30 people in the room. So my mom's like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to support you. She had stopped drinking a lot. Like she had mm -hmm. like really taken care of herself, got back into church and all sort of stuff and was happy and doing her thing. And she had called me and I was in the store and I was doing something like we had my, one of my sons had an event for Boy Scouts and one of my, and uh, my daughter had something for, um, sport or something. And I had to pick up some last minute things. And I, she called, she's like, Hey, my flight is at this time, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, okay, cool. We got a car for you. A car service is going to pick you up and bring you to the house. And we will be there within an hour of you mm -hmm. arriving because there's just so many stuff happening. And, Got off the phone and I, I remember calling my ex going, Oh my God, I just had like the best conversation with my mom. It was calm. It was like, she's excited. She actually is like asking me questions about myself, not like what we're going to do for her, like where is she staying and do I have cable hooked up and all her stuff. <laughs> and, and I, then what happened? I'm at the party store, check out. I go to the car, my sister cars me. She goes, what did you do to mom now? And I'm like, what? She goes, mom's not coming because you yelled at her and told her that you don't want her to come and all this other stuff. And you can't even pick her up at the airport. You have someone picking her up. And I go, yeah, fucking limo service. I have a limo service picking her up at the Philadelphia airport, like little sign in the mm -hmm. front going, you're going to ride in luxury to get to your daughter's house because you're coming to have her, her son. So she didn't come. Her she didn't come. I didn't yeah. talk to her for like four years. Yep. Because she was mad that I, I was like, I don't know. Oh, what it was else stupid shit. Yeah. I was like, and I said to my ex, I was like, where was the disconnect? He goes, it wasn't you. And I go, but she told my sister what she goes, you need to get past that. They are two peas in a pod. They are going to feed off of each other. How it's all about me. And I have too much to do and I don't have enough time for them. Like I said, just imagine if you knew how not to get fucks back then. Yeah. God, you'd be like, you wouldn't be gray at all. Well, and then 
you know, that's the other thing too, because I have that emotional trigger. Like my mom, I told you how I found out my mom was sick. I went mm-hmm. to a fucking medium and she's like, your mom has breast cancer and possibly lung cancer. And I was like, okay, great. Let me tell my Catholic mother that. Mm-hmm. And so I told my sister, my sister took my mom to the doctors and like told the doctor what had happened. Just have her checked out. My mom had lung cancer and breast cancer. Dang. And so my mom's like, you're doing voodoo on me. And I'm like, so, so, so it's your fault. Yeah, so everything was my fault. And then finally, she's like, can you come to my surgery? I'm like, you know, it's not going to work for me today. And then she ends up dying. So take off from that sad story. What can we tell our listeners about healing? Yeah. It's a process. Accepting, not giving a fuck, and then healing. And and, and then taking taking the wins and the losses with healing. And I think no fucks doesn't just mean that you stop caring or no. that you just become a fucking cynical asshole. I, I, I think you care more about yourself than, than the situation. Yeah. And I think, you know, at work, one of our, our new teachers, she's like, I wish I was more outspoken like you because you give people the matter of factly, here's how, here's what I see and take it as you need to and modify it how you need to. And she yep. goes, I wish I had the, what would Rachel do button? And I was like, that would be a great shirt. Like, what would Rachel do? And I says, here's the deal. You think inside your, like, cause I'm always like, okay, well, this is how I'm going to handle this today. Cause I'm really not up for this, but, um, here's my, here's my choices. I got two choices, maybe three. And how does this affect me? How is it going to affect the situation? And how, what's the outcome going to be? So three levels. And a lot of times I just, you know, don't say anything. And then it kind of works itself out. And if I have to say something, I've already calmed myself enough to be like, hey, you know, yesterday when you threw like two kids at me because you had enough, you could have said, hey, I need five minutes. Can you watch these guys while I, mm-hmm. you know, why I um, decompress? Instead of just throwing them on Instead me. Instead of going, and, I don't know what to do with them. Take them. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I also have 27 kids in my office, but I got two more that I don't know what I'm doing with, you know? And so that turned into like, that's not my job, but I'm not going to like throw children out to the curb because you can't deal with them. But what would I do? And so So what I'm hearing you say is just don't, just don't not give a fuck, but think first. Yeah. And it's, I think it comes with time because I don't think I did that in the beginning. Mm. Oh, I'm a pro at it. Someone come at me and I'm like, no. And they're like, what? I was like, I'm sorry, that was my first response. It's probably actually what I really do mean, but I can I can try, you know, because I was absolutely next, next an time asshole. she dumps them on you, say no, can't do it right now. Yeah, but thanks and, for well, you know, and it, and it actually what what helped that situation communication. I said to her, I go yesterday when you threw those two children at me, and I already had a full house, and there was no one else up to front to help because you know our secretaries were gone or something. I says. I already had my own caseload and then you threw that at me without any context. So I was like, are they sick? Are they this? Are they going home? What is the problem? Were they in trouble? Do they need the principal? You know, so I had to work through all those things plus all the children I was actually dealing with in the health office and go, oh yeah, yeah, just sit there. But that took time for my day to figure out your problem when you could have just said, I just need five minutes. Bitch lips. Yeah. So... All right, everybody. Communication's a big deal, and communication and thinking through the problem, even though it's not a problem. Giving no fucks doesn't mean you don't care. It means that you care enough to stop, drop, and roll. (laughs) (laughs) Putting out the fires. (laughs) All right, everybody. But thank you for listening to the the, the, to the the crazy crazy days. Sorry for the the. There's like a buzzing. If you don't like it, complain to David. I don't yep. want to hear about it because yep. I give no fucks. But I give no fucks either. So so see, the buzzing may bug you, but give no fucks. you love us. So give no fucks. All right, everybody. Have a good night. Have a good night. Love you. Bye. Bye.